welcome to the Kryptonite Podcast. I am Mark Stores, and with me as always is... Chris Carnicelli. And... Rob Morphy. Thank y'all so very much for joining us for this week's episode, The Dubno Abductors Part 2. We left them all hanging for quite a while. We did. I hope you but remember. we actually didn't, because it'll be released in a way that it'll seem pretty... Together. Well, yes, for the listeners, this will be seamless, but for but us, for us there, was a, there was a gap there. Yeah, no. It's been like five gap. years. I yeah. had teeth ripped out and mayhem, and yeah, we've all had some troubles. Yeah, no, you got your wisdom teeth taken out, and you were all like, well, how, how many stitches? 57? 57. You look like you're doing good, though. You look yeah, no, great. I feel awesome. That's a lot of stitches. Fantastic. It was a shit show for a couple of days, oh, totally. I'll be honest. Totally. But now, good as gold. Your jaw's reconnected. Yeah, yeah finally. Thank God. Jesus. Dislocated uh, like an anaconda. So before we get Man. started, uh, um, Patreon. Patreon.com slash Podcast. Thank you all so very much. We appreciate the support. We um, have some uh, episodes coming out at the end of September and the beginning of October. They're going to be pretty super fun. So check that out. Uh, $1 gets you a shout-out. $5 gets you a shout-out and some bonus audio. Bonus. Big and I bonus. believe the shout-outs are going to be in the next episode. We have a whole list of them to do. So we're gonna, And I think we're gonna due do to uh, my oral surgery... Uh, folks got a little taste of the Patreon love. They did, yeah. We we actually released the Elf Sex episode that was Patreon specific yeah. out, in, out into the normal, uh, under the, to the regular feed. Which is certainly uh, certainly going to enhance all of our uh, abilities oh, totally. to get elected as senator someday. Oh, oh my God. Yeah, no, 100%. Uh, you yeah, know, our political careers are looking awesome. Oh, they've always been glowing, though. Totally, totally. So, uh, also, too, we haven't talked about it in a while, but Tea Public, we got some t shirts over there. And more to come. Rob we just and I finished up actually, some stuff. Yeah, this morning, uh, Rob. Rob and I were talking about some artwork. He sent me some stuff, and I started getting some designs together. So be sure to check that out. The link will be in the description of this podcast. Um, I think that's it. I think that's that all is. We got. I let's, think uh, now we can jump in. Let, part yeah, deuce. Let's let's uh, let's jump in here to the Dubno Abductors Part Two. Let's get started with. In the dead of night, in the winter of 2008, Vladimir and Olga Vorneshki were sucked up in a beam of light by an alien spacecraft populated with crawling caterpillar creatures and a looming Grim Reaper-like being. In the hours that would follow, this ordinary couple would not only be subjected to ghoulish experiments, but would learn startling secrets about an intergalactic war, the nature of God, and the origins of the human race. This shit gets deep. Oh, Yahweh. It gets deep, it gets fucking weird, and I love it. This sounds like it has every... This is hitting all the points that I like. Ghoulish experiments. Ghoulish experiments, okay. I love that. The nature of God. The 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 nature of God. The nature of God. Because I've never known you to particularly love that. I love me an intergalactic war. You do. And I sure do do love the origins of the human race. All right, there you go. It is your trifecta. You're right. This is my Thanksgiving. So, um, (laughs) I'm... <laughs> this is my Independence Day. Yeah, this is my July 4th. We're just going to jump right into it, right where we left off. All right, let's do it. Okay. Olga's heart sank as she watched her husband's valiant but futile efforts to rescue her. But she too was quickly overwhelmed by the diminutive undulating caterpillar creatures and let them carry her to the quasi gynecological chair. One of the creatures gestured for Olga to lie down. She complied without protest, perhaps hoping that her cooperation might spare her any undue anguish. She would be disappointed. The terrified mother looked around. She likely knew just enough about abduction lore through the usual pop culture channels to be wary about the procedures allegedly endured by other abductees and was relieved to see no evidence of surgical equipment or any other medical implements. 
It would be at that moment that Olga received the shock of her young life. Not for nothing, she is staring down the barrel of a quasi-gynecological chair. Yeah. Just, so, I guess, stirrupy and yeah. semi-dental, but exactly. oddly alien. So that should be enough to be like, hey, you know what? Warning you know, warning bells. No, I know. Red, big red flag. But it's maybe, not always maybe a red just flag. Don't capitulate. Just try to Same. throw some fists. All right, cool. Okay. The first thing she noticed was the smell. Oh, God. It was a nauseating combination of feces, wet meat, and the distinctly metallic scent of blood. Oh, not good. No, not well, why, good. why is no, this bad? First off, I smell I mean, shit perfect, blood. Perfect clone. Is, yeah. this, is this a fucking tool video or something? Uh, that's, what it, that's what they look like. They smell like shit. It is blood. a horror show. All right. Olga glanced down and to her eternal horror saw that she had a huge incision in her stomach and that her internal organs were now exposed. Perfect. <sighs> not, yeah, just not what you want. The hot you stuff. don't want to look down and be like, oh, there's my bladder. Nobody, nobody, I can't even recognize my own bladder. If I ever looked down and saw that shit, I'd be like, the fuck? Yeah. The fuck are you? Probably a bladder. <laughs> yeah. Maybe liver. not, though. Maybe not. I don't know. Could be my liver. Could be. Never it might not. be a kidney. I don't know what you are. There you go. Spleen. I'm not a fucking doctor. Olga had no idea how these things had performed the procedure so rapidly, much less how they had managed to do so without her noticing. Even stranger was the fact that she had suffered no pain whatsoever, and instead of panic, she felt a sudden surge of tranquility wash over her, although the smell of her insides left her with a vaguely unpleasant sensation. Uh, that just makes sense. What does that even smell just, like? I know. I was thinking that same thing. Well, like, I mean, to go back to a reference that upset one reviewer, I believe his name was Joe, Joy Lo, Joe Loy or whatever, I, when I, I talked about my vasectomy. Oh, right, right. Yeah, no, when I was getting that done, I could smell the burning when they were cauterizing. Yeah, but that's burning. That's just not like right. your what your insides smell like. Yeah, I couldn't smell my open um, sack. But, well, I know, think, it'd be weird if I did. Think, I think of it this way: but, like the metallic scent of blood and the little bit of turd. Uh, yeah, yeah, but the smell of blood. Well, enough to maybe me. not. The smell of blood. If you're not cutting into a chest, then why would you smell turd? She did. Maybe they did. I'm assuming if you open a body shit. up, it just stinks. It can't be, I, you know, it can't be none good. of us know, but I just know. Yeah. Even the hint of, even if you smell, even if you just smelled like something completely pleasant at that moment that you're seeing that, it's ruined. If it's like fucking yeah, no. T-bone steak, if it's something just wonderful, popcorn, you know that. Yeah, you, no. Usually, love at <clears throat> a theater. Once you see that shit and you smell it, you're like, fuck all, fuck. Yeah, I think body. We, we might have actually a listener that's like a that works in um, like body preparation. I believe like in a morgue. I'm almost positive. I think that she might actually be like a medical examiner or like an assistant medical examiner. But I'm so sure she can tell us how, how how do bodies smell. Living bodies and dead bodies probably there is going to be. Yeah, I like to be like a yeah. somebody. But let's that's ask quick. Yeah, let's yeah, ask corners. Yeah. Anybody that's got like, anybody out there, tell us how dead bodies. Do you are, know what a fresh body. open body smells <laughs> like? <laughs> Let us know. Surgeon fans, get a get yeah whiff. Yeah. Let us know. Either way, it left her with, like I said, a vaguely unpleasant sensation. It's gross. Olga placidly watched as three new beings, which she called the doctors, used an array of unrecognizable medical instruments to take samples of her organs. Big fun. These new entities were evidently more humanoid than their masked caterpillar-like counterparts, but disturbingly lacked mouths, noses, and ears Although they also had three fingers on each hand. Oh, that's gross. So, so consistency, at least. Yeah, but it's still So it's weird, just man. eyes, yeah, it's blank fucking, ass face. Yeah. Or mannequin face. It's gross. Yeah. <clears throat> Grubbles. These inhuman surgeons seemed to be particularly interested in her stomach, which they probed using what looked like a pair of pinchers and three clamps. 
All the while they were delving into her insides, the doctors were telepathically asking Olga if she was in any pain. She replied no. So that's good at least. All right, I mean, the anesthetic obviously must yeah. be kicking ass. Unlike the emotionless creatures that had fought her husband and brought her to the chair, these beings used soothing tones and seemed to be genuinely empathetic. The doctors reassured her that we wouldn't do you any harm, we just want to look. It's still a little uh, creepy. It's still a little weird. We just yeah, want to like, no, look. No, we're not going to hurt you. Yeah. We just want to look at your hey, stomach. Hey, we just, just want to take a gander at your guts, baby. Yeah. That's it. If you're like, Icky. oh, look, here, look, look, here's my stomach. And you're like, no, the inside. And you're like, no, oh, don't yeah. do it. Oh, no. There's a waffle beer. If oh, there's a waffle beer that oh, everyone can You're not going to. No, I probably, no I'm I want definitely going to want to sample some waffle beer. <laughs> waffle beer. Unaware of the doctor's comforting demeanor or his wife's lack of physical pain, all Vladimir could do was watch with ever-increasing rage and horror as the virtually faceless fiends dug into his wife's guts and pulled pieces out, literally eviscerating her before his unbelieving eyes. So I didn't. It didn't dawn on me that after he was poked with the the sticks and he's laying there with, yeah. or with the rods. Yeah, he's got four they're rods. They're doing this him. all in front of him. Yeah. So he he's watching his wife become part of a cannibal corpse yeah. cover art. Yeah, basically. really, exactly. Yeah, yeah. He's being a cock. Yeah. Oh, God oh, Jesus. damn. Jesus. <laughs> it's like, nah, no, go ahead. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Go ahead. Yeah, no, go ahead. Eviscerator, I guess. Yes, yeah, so he's watching this. And not happy. Oh, God, no. All right, cool. It's a bad scene. All right. Just as the atrocities being inflicted on his wife were becoming too much to bear, the caterpillar critters raised Vladimir up and ushered him into another section of the room where they calmly explained to him, perhaps in an attempt to soothe his rage by stroking his ego, and this is what they said, and I quote, the female is the entity in a stage less developed than the male entity. I don't know what the context was. Yeah, what's the, it developed as far as emotional, physical? Exactly. Uh, standing in the local community? I have no yeah, idea. I don't, I don't, yeah, they I might don't, have some other marker right. that you don't know of. Maybe. All right. Yeah, it could be. As Vladimir was being indoctrinated by these intergalactic <laughs> chauvinists, he realized <laughs> yeah. that the metal rods were no longer embedded in his torso, and what's more, that there were no signs of any wounds. Things are starting to look up for him. A little bit. Well, little yeah. Bit. You're the superior, and guess what? You're fucking... Death-inducing wounds are not yeah. there, so I guess they but are. But your wife's still getting torn apart in the corner, so... Meanwhile... <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Olga watched in wide-eyed wonder as the three alien doctors finished their procedure and resealed her stomach utilizing what she believed to be advanced biomolecular technology that she could not identify. That was what she called it. All right, cool. But biomolecular? She's like, I don't know what this is, but I feel like it's advanced, advanced biomolecular technology. Yeah, it's cool. funny. Okay. You could know just <laughs> enough to know that. Uh, yeah, totally. But I can't tell you specifics. Yeah. yeah. I don't know what that is, but it looks like advanced nuclear technology. <laughs> Miniaturized advanced nuclear technology. Uh, all right, well, hey, you know what? It, it, this is... This is her story. This is her story. Exactly. And we're not here to... Well, yeah, we are here to I judge. Mean, yeah, bit, we're but... here to report and then judge. Yeah, or judge as we report. So. We do that, too. All right, cool. Olga was shocked to realize that not even a trace of a scar remained on her abdomen following surgery, and she was even more delighted to note that the chronic abdominal pains which had plagued her for years now seemed to be completely absent. Oh, they took Big it away. Not yeah. Cool. Sweet. 
But as relieved as she might have been for herself, it was now her turn to worry for her husband as she saw another faceless doctor place an instrument that resembled a pistol against his head. Oh. Then inexplicably pushed the entire mechanism into his skull which is, needless to say, Videodrome as fuck. Yeah, wow. Yeah. All right, well, uh, you just, know. Just, here's the fucking gun-like tool. Yeah. Oh, uh, it's yeah. in your head. You're expecting it to go, to pop yeah, exactly. off, and then like, it just goes into the skull. Yeah. something. Yeah, no, Who Happy knows? New Year. Yeah. Yeah, there it is. Happy Columbus Day. It's fucked up. All right, wow. Vladimir sure. was shocked not only by the revolver-like device's ability to breach his skull without doing damage, but also by the total dearth of pain accompanying so it. So he just like looks over like this, and there's just this thing going into his head. Could you imagine oh, that feeling? Fuck. Like, maybe you feel like pressure, and it's just like, loop, and yeah, you're like, uh, I don't know, what man. I don't, I, I don't like getting like shots, like needles and shit. I just feel weird watching yeah, I don't even my like arm, the tiniest like, penetration. I wouldn't want a metal skin. pistol going through me. Yeah, I know what happens, yeah. though. I mean, brains, hey, are, hey, brains are delicate and important, so, you know. Facts. Yeah. You might forget this Yeah. Never know. Are they, though? Audition is important. The doctors then conducted what Vladimir referred to as a series of increasingly odd, quote-unquote, through the looking glass medical tests on him, which I think is it's a nice Lewis Carroll reference. Good yeah. for you, Vladimir. Nope. Okay. Before finally telling him that the examination was over, evidently the object in his head was never removed. Oh, look, you're done. And Maybe it's a, a metal metaphysical magic medical gun. Maybe it's a spiritual medical gun. Yeah, all right. Yeah, it's kind a, of the same thing. Metaphysics go- and spiritual are sort of synonymous. It's a ghost gun. It's a ghost gun. Yeah, nailed dude. it. Yep, it's Fuck a gun yeah. that's it's there, but gun. you can't detect it. Oh shit! It's a ghost gun. <laughs> it's a ghost gun. <laughs> it's a ghost gun. Ghost gun. Kind of a ghost. Ah. No, trust me, sir. Oh, you, 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 oh my god! Yeah, you just can't tell, sir. <laughs> Jeez Louise. By any means possible. (laughs) (laughs) It was then that the swarming acolytes escorted Vladimir outside of the glass room and deposited him into a separate area occupied only by the nearly seven foot tall Grim Reaper-like entity, which the small beings respectfully referred to as the Professor. Oh, you're in a room with the quote-unquote professor oh, who looks like Grim Reaper as 11 foot tall. Yeah, Ooh, not good. All right. Prof. Well, I mean, if he's, the, I guess he's the guy you got to talk to. Yeah, when, I mean, listen, yeah. When you're Karen and you need a manager, this is the guy you want to talk to. Oh. Yeah, exactly. Professor? Being or, a real Karen well, about it. Academia. Same. Yeah. Indeed. Continue, Rob. The professor, features still obscured by fabric, silently watched as the crawling humanoids tried to explain in the same emotionless tones they had employed earlier the basics of their society. The way Vladimir recalled it was that these various beings essentially existed in a super colony not unlike those of ants on Earth, wherein every creature worked for the collective good of the whole and occupied a strictly defined societal role, sort of like um, a cosmic caste system, I guess, for lack of a better Sure, a bunch of fucking communists. Wow. Yeah. Dark, but authentically 80s. (laughs) When Vladimir was exposed to concepts that he could not comprehend with his limited vocabulary, they would, to his thanks, telepathically insert symbols or images to replace the ill-defined words. We should all be so fucking lucky. Yeah, really. My day day would be so much easier if if people could do that shit for me. Absolutely. Simple shit. I don't even know what I'm talking about. I would love if every time I didn't know a word, like a photograph would appear in my head or yeah. something that would be like uh, this. Raspberries. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, oh. Well, sh- <laughs> what? 
That's the picture you need. Yeah, raspberries. raspberries. <laughs> Vladimir was then officially presented to the professor. The fighter wasted no time in cutting to the chase and demanded to know why he and his wife had been seized, adamantly adding, why do you need us? The looming humanoid merely answered, it has to be done. Uh, you know, so this, conver- no this conversation is going There you nowhere. go. It has, it has to, to be, be done. done. But promised that in compensation for the medical suffering he and his wife had endured, he would treat them to, I shit you not, a tour of the galaxy. Oh, the galaxy tour. It's like a game <laughs> show. <laughs> And you won uh, a tour of the known galaxy. Yeah. Here is the Milky Way. Yeah. <laughs> Fragnor 7. Uh, My I, favorite. I, I, the fucking sun. The fucking sun. The fucking sun. The fucking sun. Dude. <laughs> If my talk the galaxy was just the solar system, look, goddamn Jupiter, the fucking sun, your moon, your own goddamn, look how close it is. Did you ever think? Nope. God damn it, man. Mars. Wait. Fucking Saturn. Look at the rings. Look at the fucking rings. Oh. <laughs> the fuck it there's Pluto. So the, you know what? We've we've cut you open, we've done shit to you, horrible shit, gynecological chairs, but you know what, kids? Tour of the galaxy. Tour of the galaxy. The next thing Vladimir and Olga knew, they were being placed side by side in what looked like high tech armchairs. Suddenly everything around them, walls, ceiling, floor, became totally transparent. It was as if they were free-floating through the cosmos surrounded by a dazzling celestial light show. Oh. That sounds pretty awesome. Like, that's some well, shit sure, that fucking that's not Disney bad. World it's needs. A, it's a super cool fucking... Like, I mean, it's Space Mountain, but yeah, cool. Oh, yeah. It totally. is in Future World, definitely. It, it is definitely in Future World, <laughs> Definitely. Totally. Yeah. But, I mean, if they do it right, I'm still cool with it. Totally. Everything looked so fantastic that it took Olga a moment to recognize the Earth, which seemed to be about the size of a tennis ball, and the fucking sun, Yeah, which was now nothing Nothing more than a semi-bright spot of light in the distance. Oh no, they're they're leaving. They're leaving. Just as they were adjusting to this phenomenal sight, there was a sudden burst of light followed by an overwhelming sense of nausea. In a flash, their senses reoriented and Olga and Vladimir found themselves staring down at an alien world unlike anything they had ever seen or imagined. Hmm. The awestruck couple were then taken into an adjoining hangar-like room and escorted aboard a small cigar-shaped craft that the professor called a spaceboat. A nice colloquial phrase. Spaceboat. Like space right. Yeah, hop space on a spaceboat. We'll yeah. Take a little tour. Once secured in the craft, the airlock disengaged and Vladimir, Olga, and their foreign hosts found themselves flying down from the mothership to the planet below. As they entered the atmosphere and soared over the barren, pit-covered surface of the planet, the professor explained to the couple that this was their home world, a place that humans referred to as Andromeda Nebula. Suspect. We'll table that for now. A little, and I've we've heard, we haven't we heard this referred I to before? Feel like in a we couple before. of Andromeda UFO? Nebula plus another planet. Well, maybe it's. In, I mean, it's a galaxy. Yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah. But there's an Andromeda galaxy. Is there an Andromeda Nebula? I don't know. I don't see. There, that's something the, that was taken a lot nebula. of research. Like yeah. one Google fucking search Whatever. for me. Hey, I didn't do it. The, Listen, the horse this is who, head. You know what? This is who we are. This is who we are. Love us or leave us. Okay. We, okay. Hopefully, love us. Sorry, we're not up to date on our nebula knowledge. The fucking sun. I'm not so, letting it go. So care. anyway, the professor says that human beings refer to it as the Andromeda Nebula and that his people lived below ground in subterranean hive-like structures. The professor further explained that members of his species did not eat or drink like humans, but managed to absorb the nutrients necessary for their survival in, 
and I quote, a more sophisticated universal way. Yeah, isn't it where you like smear Meaning. shit on your face? You, you, you just take your own shit and put it on your face? Stick that it just, in your eyes? That makes sense. Osmosis? Yeah. yeah. Poop in your exactly. eyes? Or, or, or more just, sophisticated. Is he, is he being like a humble bragging because they've got straws? I mean, it doesn't sound like anything that we fucking have, fancy. Yeah, oh, we don't it, have it, straws anymore. Shit. Yeah. Yeah, straws are They've gone. been forbidden. Yeah. Real quick side note, I went to Doug's Fish Fry with my family. Yeah, had a yeah, no, pod break. There's no straws. There's no straws. And the kids were like, where are the straws? I'm like, there are none because we're killing the planet. Why do you want to kill innocent but, animals? But the things they put on top of the, yeah, of no, the drinks weird, have though. like a flippity flap. I'm, too old. I'm too old for this. I know. I can't, I can't, I can't know, adjust I'm, to a world without straws. No. I'm almost But we should because it. straws do like choke out animals and like seals and shit choke on them, right? Yeah, or like birds or something die from it. I just feel bad for your kids because they're old enough to know the joy of a straw. And yeah. to suffer the consequences right. of living without them. All right, so apparently this guy is too good. He's like, hey, uh, we, we're sophisticated. We absorb nutrients and, you know, we don't eat and shit. Yeah, yeah. they just shit. Maybe, is they, it like maybe they eat their and shit. And he's just like, I eat a shake full of proteins and nutrients. Yeah, exactly. They, they don't explain. That's all you I'm, need is I'm vitamins. I'm assuming that they just and... eat their shit. Is that fine? That's fine. Can I, why, can I die? Why, yeah. Yeah. Why, why, you, why not? Why no, are you assuming they just eat their own shit? That's I can accept that. Whatever. It, it, it's a more sophisticated way. Oh, they weren't like the Dune sand suit and they just, they recycle piss and shit. Yeah, exactly. I always, you know, I understood that on Arrakis, as we all know, because we're all you experts. Have to, you have you to. You have to recycle the sweat and the urine and drink it. That just but makes what about perfect shit? sense. Do you shit in that suit? Is there any moisture in there shit? There was never, not that I know when of. When you're on a rackish, you will fucking drink your shit moisture? juice. <laughs> yeah, there is moisture in shit. Is there, there, is there, there a, there's a shit pouch? There has to be. You can't take that off weird? in the desert when you're all fucking... I never read the book. What's the point of taking the suit off to take a shit if you're going to recycle your piss? There's a flap. Yeah, there's got to be. You shit in the sand. fat. They, they're not going to show that in the fat, movie. Flap. Yeah, it's fat. fat. Really? Ah, Jesus Christ. I don't know. Right. Stefan's the only one I know. We have to refer to him. He yeah, read the books. Yeah. How, how, how do you shit on the bus? shit in a, do the Fremen shit in their suits. That's <laughs> <laughs> so dumb. That's a nerdy and fucked up, but. <laughs> it's so dumb. <laughs> it's brilliant. All right. These are issues. All right. Well, that's Mark's poop hour. There we go. That's it. Mark's hour <laughs> yeah, poop. Mark's hour shit. The fucking shit. son. <laughs> I can't get past that. No, the fucking sun. (laughs) Then, almost in passing, the professor revealed an astonishing secret that left the young couple speechless. Divulging that the earth was not the actual home of Homo sapiens and that both human beings and cows had been brought there from another planet. Cows. Oh, seeded. We've been seeded here. We've been, Which, this we is a common, this is a common theory, though. Oh, it's fairly it's common. Per- yeah. yeah. It's, it's, like it's almost pretty... all ancient alien theorists. The whole, yeah, we, we were brought here as a slave, as a slave race, basically, to either be eaten or fucking I, I put just, to work. That makes no sense. Well, I mean, unfortunately, it's <laughs> better than Adam and Eve. The professor failed. Well, not necessarily is better. It? It's, much, it's much better. It's just different. Much better. It's funner. It's, it's more fun, that's for sure, yeah. Funner. It's the funnest. Unfortunately, the professor failed to further elucidate where humans and cows originally came from or clarify <laughs> any other questions like, cows. why did we leave our native planet? Were we citizens, slaves, experiments, or simply celestial immigrants? How did Earth's indigenous species react to our arrival? Why Earth? Why cows? And when did this happen? And perhaps most importantly, to address Mark's concern, were our ancestors the real ancient aliens all along? Oh, cows. shit. 
the fucking song. Cows and peeps. Yeah, cows and humans. The fucking, sh- the fucking, <laughs> the fucking song. You're just inserting that wherever you can. This is going to be my, my new Heller space. Come Either on, Vladimir or Olga didn't ask or the professor refused to say. Nevertheless, I'd like to think, going back to a past episode, that the old Bozak humanoid would have been really comfortable in our original yeah, homeworld. Yeah, because it's, it's, he's got he's got like he's got his peeps and he's got he's his got cow cows, peeps. He's got yeah. people. He's somewhere. Do you think maybe he was a banished member of that society? Oh, like the twain should never breed. Yeah, and yet when they did, he got thrown to Earth quick, fast. Man, when did he also I still like the original theory we had on that. Like he was, it was him. In the future, oh, yeah, and men himself, right. like yeah. in a first slaughter. Yeah, yeah. Future death. Yeah. Oh, the dark. <laughs> Finally, the professor admitted that his race was fascinated by human beings because they were capable of feeling emotions that his people could not even fathom, much less possess. It's a common oh, thing too. Like about feelings. People have said like feelings. Uh, in other abduction cases, I, I wish I could cite a specific example, but like they're interested in our emotional capacities. This is something that they seem to have lacked. Um, and I don't know if they find it advantageous or disadvantageous, but it's not the first time I've come but across you don't this get, idea. But you don't get just the good emotions. You get all the bad stuff too, man. Well, that's sure. why Vulcans betrayed it all. Yeah. They're like, fuck this. Yeah. This is garbage. Yeah, this blows. And so they were like, yeah, yeah there's fucking... love and ecstasy and all this, but there's also... Jealousy and depression, anxiety, and all and kinds hate. of shit that chooses but up every day. That could also lend credence to an evolved human. Oh, true that. Shit. Okay. As well. Mm-hmm. All right. I like okay. that. Happy Keep New that. Year, bitch. Following. God damn it. Following the tour, the tubular space boat re-engaged with the mothership and Vladimir and Olga were taken back to their high-tech recliners. Once settled into the chairs, they experienced another flash of light followed by a feeling of nausea as the ship suddenly appeared above a second unknown planet. Vladimir asked the professor how their ship could achieve such incomprehensible speeds, and the big being explained that although they were incapable of traveling faster than the speed of light, they were able to bypass that limitation by tearing through space-time itself. Vladimir would later admit that the concepts were beyond him, but Einstein surely would have been pleased. I mean, wouldn't tearing through space-time be quicker than fucking. I don't know about that. The but. limitation of light speed is something that he was dead up on. I was just thinking sure. that if, but if you're going to tear through space time, it would be quicker than light speed because you don't have to worry about distance. Yeah. That's the, that's the principle of wormholes. Worm, yeah, worm that's it. the principle of, yeah, you know, finding a way to go through the fabric so that you, if you're traveling the actual distance, you're right. fucked. You're limited to whatever light speed is. As, right. as fast as it is, well, just, it still would make it impossible so to go So is this like some weird like Willy Wonka fucking ride that they're on? It sure seems like it. Yeah, what the hell like, is it? Like, like that weird boat where it was all yeah. chickens being beheaded. And yeah, crazy yeah. Like, and he's just lights. like doodly dee and yeah. saying How weird shit. Kids yeah. film? I loved it, though. Even as a kid, it was yes, like a and horror no, it's film fucked moment. Up. And I, yeah. I love that movie. I can't even front. The professor went on to expound that the reason they were able to traverse radar-covered skies without being exposed was that their spacecrafts were surrounded by a field of plasma, which not only thwarted detection technology, but also made the object invisible to the human eye. I don't know how plasma works. Yeah, I was going to say I don't know same how thing. plasma TV screen works. I'll buy it. But I don't know if I buy it. But well, I can almost buy like if it like fucked up somehow radar i don't know that doesn't make sense but i don't know anything about radar but it's like plasma 
you yeah, know, it's a thing. We can do hiding it from the human eye. Yeah, you know, it's it's, uh, it's 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 there. a thing, but I don't know if it has that property. Nah, probably not. But I'll, I'll I'll buy it. As soon as the professor offered his explanations, Vladimir heard telepathically the voice of one of his mostly silent slug-like companions pipe up and tell the tall tunic-clad leader. Now this human knows too much. Never something you want to hear. No. Here we go. The young father grew alarmed as the creature went on to insist that we cannot let the humans return home. They must either stay with us or be eliminated. And this is where he has to do Roadhouse Part 2. Yep. The housiest road on the house. The housiest road. Vladimir, a man who is no stranger to volatility, grew enraged at the prospect of never seeing his children again, not to mention being murdered, and told the assorted beings that he was not afraid of them, and if they attempted to kill him or his spouse, he would vigorously resist. These threats might have fallen on deaf ears were it not for the fact that Vladimir had proven repeatedly that while under duress, he was more than capable of breaking their artificially induced paralysis. Where other people, you know, are just frozen up and they just have to deal with what happens to them. You yeah. hear that again and again in abduction war. Yeah. This yeah. guy, if he really means it, he will hulk the fuck out. I mean, yeah, no, he's surly Breaking the chains. Yeah. Of alien intent. I mean, last episode, I know we referenced Swayze a lot, R.I.P., but I think this episode we're going to say uh, we've got some Seagal action. Oh. Some Under Siege, some Steven, Mr. Steven That's Seagal. That's fair. I mean, if you want to go full 90s action hero. Yeah. Exactly. I can live with that. After his stern admonition, the aliens, at least according to Vladimir, conversed with him in a more respectful manner. Olga, for her part, seemed not to have recorded any difference in their behavior. That might be just him. Oh, so he was like, then they respected me. After that. Yeah, they stepped back. Maybe exactly. they just were done making threats. Maybe they told the professor. No, dude, what he, he was going to fight vigorously like fucking Steven Seagal in Under Siege Part Three. And so he was a like, guess what? They were struck by horror. Yeah, respect, respect me. That's fair. That is fair. In my property. It was at this point that a new type of being entered the room. Of course, it was a decidedly feminine entity, which, like the doctors, was humanoid in appearance, but unlike the surgeons, had a nose and mouth along with her eyes. Uh-oh. So, oh, so you know, a she's face. special. A fucking yeah, face. A fashion face. Yeah, she got a face. Absolutely. Although her femininity was alluring and unmistakable, Vladimir, perhaps revealing a shallow side was decidedly put off by her bald head and her greenish-gray epidermis. Oh, come on, man. She, she ain't got that. hair and she got green gray. Did she she's have... a beautiful lady with yeah. no hair and in, like like a pale olive green, greenish-gray epidermis. Whatever, dude. As long as it ain't jaundice, who cares? I'm, yeah, she could I be half-orc. I can't say I'm yeah, half-orc, whatever. Could be Gamora. Like, oh, not... yeah, and Gamora's sexy as shit. Fucking exactly. Hell, yeah. And even if she was bald, she'd be sexy Still. as shit. Still. Yeah. So it's what I'm saying. Break Dude, I love Amber Rose, and Amber Rose is bald. I mean, there you go. Yeah. There you no, go. I think Vladimir's being a little picky. I think he is. I yeah. In the name of science, the professor suggested that Vladimir enter into sexual congress with this woman. Oh, and your wife's there. This is going to go over real fucking <laughs> well. Yeah, I'm going to propose this to my wife later, but we'll see what happens. His underlings, more concerned with the logistics, inquired, where must they place her sexual organs? And, quote, how comfortable would it be to have sex with her in such or other position? End quote. So the does little she things have, are like, does she have standard we're, human we're organs? Apparently, apparently it's all standard human except oh, for the pigmentation. No. Okay, 
I feel right. like it's just it's just a roofy experience. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> all right, all right. So they're they're, they're saying like, all right, go ahead, and make this. Yeah, bang where, bang. Where, where can yeah. you fit it? Does it How do you does do it, it work here? Does it do this? All right. You think they know a little more about human biology? And Vladimir's already naked. Yeah. So he's already I mean, halfway there. There is, it is. This is no. Okay. <laughs> Vladimir no. claimed that he was more amused by the situation than aroused, and true to character, informed his hosts. Sorry, guys. I cannot have sexual relations with such an alien-looking female. Ah, uh, he wouldn't do it? No, he wouldn't. Well, I mean, he is married. His wife is there. He's a saint. He's a saint, sort mm, of. No, he's not. No, he's no. probably regretting this to this day. At this, the ever-accommodating aliens escorted the female to a small round platform that protruded slightly from the floor. She stood on it and was suddenly bathed in a column of brilliant light. In a matter of seconds, the woman stepped off the platform to reveal an eye-catching specimen of earthbound beauty. Little physical fucking change in the old light beam. So she goes into the light beam and all of a sudden she's like... Transcended. Like, yeah, like she's like Kim Kardashian or something. Like, what's going on? You're probably not that far off. In their first show of modesty, though more likely than not it was concealment, the tiny aliens covered the woman's body with what resembled a white bedsheet. With her newly minted pale skin and flowing dark hair, Vladimir marveled at how perfectly they were able, able to capture the essence of what was to him the archetypal ideal of feminine beauty. The martial artist knew that these beings had managed to probe his mind in order to create the perfect woman for him, and if these creatures were going to go through so much trouble, who was he to refuse their hospitality? After all, it was for science. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> it's gonna, for science. I'm gonna dude. run this by my wife later and see. Like, look, alien, or you know, Nick. I don't know. It was an alien, Kim Kardashian. I couldn't. I couldn't stop. Science. I don't know what science. Just throw science down. Science. And everyone. Me understands. and Glass had to bang, and it was science. You have to understand. I'm banging you for science. No. Oh, wait, me and you were banging. Uh, we alien, some other, yeah, alien, alien Kim bitches. Car alien Kim Kardashian. You were misconstruing your own fantasies. <laughs> <laughs> just, making, just making sure. All right, cool. Oh, yeah, no, Rob's left out in the cold. No, Let's no, go. There, there's I didn't get you. to you, but fine. we'll there, continue that later. I will definitely sex for science. I love science. Why would you not? I mean, I have sex for science. I have two kids. There you go. Science. You didn't do it for science. Of course I did it. You can, I'll believe well, you. Dude. If you choose to say it, I choose to believe I'm you. I'm a scientist. I'm the doctor. Wow. Hey, yeah, yeah. Dr. Love, you were thinking hey. of scientists out of my apartment in Garrow Street, and we're all getting hammered. <laughs> Going, yeah, looking for whoppers that after. That was when my son was conceived. Eh? Yeah. Was that your You're apartment? welcome. <laughs> yeah, thanks, Chris. Oh, it was a good party. Yeah, you, you and Zach can can thank my party. Zach, hey, him and his wife conceived that same night as well. There you go. Look at that. You know what that is? Science. I can't argue. Yeah. To that end, <laughs> getting back to Vladimir and his predicament, Vladimir claimed to have indulged in as well as thoroughly enjoyed... <laughs> the company of his now not-so-alien sexual companion. Evidently, things were going swimmingly until he just happened to glance up and catch the expression of seething rage adorning his wife's oh, face. Busted. Oh, busted! Oh. Dude, you're in the same fucking room! Genius! Yeah, honestly, if you're like, no, it's for science, Olga, sorry. You're <laughs> you just know? going balls deep. <laughs> like, what are you going to do? All right, well, you know, I mean, I guess sometimes... Um, you make decisions 
that um, are not uh, in the best interest of you and or your partner. Facts. And then you're like, so, but I mean, at this point, honestly, though, like with all those shit going on with this fucking caterpillar, scorpion, fucking mass ninjas and shit, and there's fucking grim reapers and there's hot alien girls. Like, I do. You, you might I, be thinking you're like caught point, up in a full on like, like, you know nightmare. What? Let's we, just do it. Let's just fuck. Who cares? Let's just. Let's just get it over. You know with. what? Because Why no not? one's going to believe any of this anyway. Yeah. What does it matter? But then you then you make eye contact with your wife, and then, and you, suddenly, and then all that sudden, shit gets yeah, real. Real, reality real, hits. real, like, real quick. Oh no! It's like oh fuck! In an instant, Olga became violently distraught and began shrieking for the aliens to take her husband away from that woman. The caterpillar creatures became confused by her violent outburst and innocently inquired, "You humans always mate together sexually." Just like that. So what's the matter? So she is pissed because Vladimir, again, Bang. he's crushing the alien. He's crushing it. Yeah. He's crushing it. Olga, still in a rage, responded, no, we don't just mate. We have feelings and emotions. Clearly something that Vladimir forgot as he's like, hey, guys, we saw the fucking sun. And guess what's next? We're going to bang aliens. Absolutely. All right. Well, there you we go. We saw the sun. We saw the sun. Vladimir, for his part. Being Ukrainian and also a man, had no idea what those words meant. Now I'm just fucking around. <laughs> I was like, what? Upon judging his spouse's reactions, Vladimir, perhaps realizing that no amount of martial arts training could protect him from his wife's wrath, Ooh. wisely restrained himself from additional contact with the alien female. He already banged her. What, how are you, Dude, why are you going to stop? You, just, you, you can't take it back. Because now he saw. Now you did it in front of your you wife. Trained. Like a real fucking weirdo. Like, You're like, there's my fucking <laughs> wife, and she's been going through some shit, but I'm going to bang an alien. I you, get it. We're guys. We do dumb shit. Until I you're in the situation. That's true. Don't prejudge my poor wife. My wife would rip my dick off. Yeah, but when you're in a oh, ship. Oh, no, your wife would break the paralysis in a heartbeat. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah, well, be on one part of the ship, the rest of you would be bleeding to death on what, another. What's that? Oh, that's Mark's dick. There yeah. Oh, I know. In, like, in the great alien museum of yeah. like specimens. Exactly. This oh. is Earth dick. <laughs> it once belonged to Mark's doors. But Nicole, she was a short alien with a great ass. I want to tell you, I'm sorry. Grip. Done. Mama, Grip. don't play around. Let me yeah. tell you. Yeah, I'll dig Mama, in the play. Phantom Zone. So yeah. you are not going to pork on an alien spaceship. Now, you were totally cool. You wanted your wife to be there in the last episode, as I recall. You're like, if we're naked together in a fucking iStore or an Apple store, sorry. Yeah, I but was I'm not going to be two. banging an alien I know. in front of her. So you totally wanted this, but now you're like, there's just, I'm not, Whoa. I mean, like, no, no, I'm not suggesting that you've changed your mind. I'm just like, first you wanted her there for comfort, and now you're like, and absolutely, I would respect the sanctity of our vows. I'm saying I admire it, and I think that's a pretty, no, I'm, even though pretty I'm, good I'm, job. I'm buddy. in a spaceship doing some shit. I'm still married. Unless she's like, go ahead and bang the short, high alien with a fabulous ass. Okay, go well, if she to... said that, then I'd be like, all right, game on. Yeah, you have to ask. Yeah, I got it. Yeah, you got to ask oh, permission. Oh, dude, you know what? If you get permission, dude, it'll my be wife... that begrudging liar's permission. It's like, oh, yeah, if you want to go for ahead. Years, but you know you're fucked. Dude, for years, she had a crush Ooh. on Matt Lauer. Oh, God bless who her. Who turned out to be a creep. See? But right. alien Matt Lauer. Eh, well, you know what? You can only live once. What are you going to do? <laughs> <laughs> Utterly perplexed, Perfect. like the fucking rest of us. The professor shook his head and noted in almost a bemused tone, we do not understand you. Why haven't you, intelligent animals, destroyed yourselves yet? How can you survive with your emotions? 
He just doesn't get it. I mean, he's not wrong. I mean, he sees it. He sees the fiery shit. Yeah, he's not wrong. Like, if human beings could be objective, if we were always thinking about what was best, say, for the individual that is us and our biological needs, and what is best for the society in which we exist that helps promote our safety and health, which is what civilization ostensibly is for, then there would not be war. There would not certainly be racially and, and, and sexually motivated crimes. All of these things that are like these hideous fucking atrocities that the human race has continually had to deal with that shit would like back burner itself immediately like if we yeah. if we bred to propagate now i'm not saying this would be good because again you're we were yeah, talking no. about the trade-off earlier yeah, yeah. no no what unfortunately be, well the the abolishment of all that hideous shit would be that good. would be phenomenal but if so we could you, rise above the bullshit but we still got to fuck so i can understand where an alien that doesn't have emotions would be like how the fuck do you guys live how the fuck do you yeah, not to them, manage it would to be kill super yourself? fucking complicated. And it is true. I mean, yeah. and people have done mad self-destructive and unfortunately proto-destructive things because of jealousy and whatnot. So totally. so I get where they're coming from. But I think the ultimate dream for all of us is to retain our emotions, yet let the better angels prevail. Like, let's not hurt people for dumb reasons. Let's not do anything shady. No, don't be let's shitty. Let's just fucking hug and 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 shake hands and hands across America and do all the yeah. good shit human hands beings across can do. Right? Is that it? Like in us, hands across America? Oh, the sh- yeah. Yeah. This is uh, oh yeah, was it just called us? It was us, yeah. The, yeah, the, the movie. movie. Oh, yeah, totally. That's an interesting film. It was actually, rabbits. It, it was yeah, creepy. Oh, totally it's got creepy. some holes. Mhm. Yeah, right. It's still good though. We're going to get back on track. I know it's hard for us. We're going to do this. <laughs> all right. It was then that the professor decided to get down to brass tacks and enlighten his human guests as to what exactly his species' purpose was in, in, in abducting them and others like them, explaining that their principal task beyond bio and psych research was to teach Earthlings about extraterrestrial technology. Their explosive lover spat now behind them, Vladimir and Olga listened with rapt attention as the towering being explained that there was a space war raging across the universe. That just got fucking real. No, of course there is. There's fucking Star Wars. Why wouldn't there be? The professor went on to explain that this war was quite literally of biblical proportions. And what's more, Earth was the epicenter of the whole battle. The professor summed up their indigenous world's celestial significance for the captivated couple, stating, The entity that you call God has implanted much information into the earth and into the waters of it. Those who are against God want that information destroyed. Oh, this took a All turn. Right. So see, there's God, see, but not turn, even God. See, An entity you call this God. This took a turn. Doesn't so that's matter. Like, All right, okay. I know we've used this before. I've used it before. Dude, but there's a battle good and evil, dude. Where are we? John Carpenter's Prince right. of Darkness, I know where you it's love about it. celestial beings we mentioned every being episode. deified. So okay. We've mentioned it in a few episodes, but guess what? It's a fucking phenomenal keep film. Keep going. Keep going. It's valid. It is. Keep going. All right, Chris is chanting. He's mad. Are you happy? All right. Real I didn't, listen, I didn't fucking write this. I mean, I Once wrote I this, chanting. but I didn't make this up. Okay. Okay. So, this entity we call God, this impossibly uh, powerful and beneficent entity, um, has created Earth as basically an information storage unit. And in the waters and, I guess, the soil and geological fractures or whatever else... Information is embedded. Okay, so it's like a giant hard drive. And so that's why... It's the cloud. It's the cloud. Well, it's the solid cloud. It's the literal cloud. The liquid, earthy cloud. No, it's literally a giant fucking cloud. <sighs> You're of information the right, for, for the, for the all fucking all right. galaxy. It's the cloud. Follow me. Does that make you happy? Yes, the cloud. Right. Thank you. Earth is the cloud. Just agree cool. with Mark. And that's why it's in the center All right. of this war. 
obviously. And we're, and we're sweet. Well, I don't know how important we are to All it. Right, well, it just happens to but, be but probably not. What about the enemies of God? I'm going to get to it. Oh, creator. Let him continue. Sorry. And then I'll tell you why this is dumb. Okay. Perfect. The professor <laughs> went on to add a comforting caveat for those of us who happen to live here. If the earth is going to be destroyed, the son of God would arrive on earth again and will restore everything living on it. What, is, is it a do-over? What happened? It's a do-over. You're going to do so this No, this is good. A do-over is good. Celestial war ends yeah. up tearing the earth in twain and all the information and, and the giraffes and, and eels and everything else that fucking live on it. But fuck yeah, penguins. No, just giraffes and eels. Yeah, no, fuck them. Yeah, penguins. And the Dutch. Hey. And the Dutch. The Dutch and giraffes and eels. No, yep, that, the, the Dutch are good people. They got clocks. That's why they're going to live yeah, and no, you're not. They've got the wow. clocks. You and your Brandon Ralph hair. Leave my Brandon Ralph hair alone. I just, yeah. No, it's great. I love it. It's really a beautiful hair. <sighs> I, I mean, it's uh, it's pretty good. <laughs> Thank you. It's transcendent. <laughs> you got, you all right, let's get back to <laughs> Earth. You guys got garbage fires for it's hair. So, all right? Wow. <laughs> yeah. You wow. have hair. You're no. <laughs> My hairline is about as receding as yours. I know. I'm trying to hide it. It's not working out Don't for me. Don't front. Okay, so let's say that the world ends. This guy is saying all of a sudden, boom, it's reset. You got you got extra lives. Because Earth is it's so immortal, important. It's in Mortal Kombat. Jesus you know, is going to reset time. An right, endless cool. amount of quarters Sweet. on the awesome. console. Right, and, yeah. and and Jesus is going to keep feeding it in and rebooting because I like that idea. it's important. It is a comfort, like I say. It is a comfort. And if this really all is a simulation, that kind of makes sense. Time. I don't think a simulation has anything to do with this. You don't know that yet. No, in fact, everything this is hinged on is depending on how corporeal it is and the fact that the information embedded therein needs to be preserved, ergo it can be restructured through celestial technologies that seem deity-like in its grandeur. You mean angel engines? Oh. Yeah, Inception. I mean, technically, if it's infinitely restructurable, then... yeah. Exactly. I can technically say these are the things we're supposed to talk about at the end, guys. Okay, right, we will. Fine. Well, we're already doing it. You guys jump in, so I'm just joining in. All right, Robert, I'm just continue. Much like in the case of the origins of humans and bovines, their host failed to explicate oh, wow. further on who was fighting this epic war and what exactly Earthlings were supposed to do with the alien tech that they were hypothetically going to learn about. In fact, he failed to even indicate on which side he was fighting. And I gotta say. Emotionless creatures that would that can't really engage, it would almost be like they'd be fighting for the science. You would think, and yeah. against the god. Okay, but who knows? I mean, maybe they were allies, and even though they couldn't hug with all of their hearts, they still wanted justice to prevail. Discussions of these lofty spiritual matters forced Vladimir to ask the professor about the nature of death. The lanky extraterrestrial claimed that his people did not fear death because it simply did not exist. He further asserted that dying was merely a transition into a different form of existence, which, which is about it's standard ops. But if there's a constant restart, then yeah, you're going to be like, that's a, or, that or doesn't matter. Or just the yeah. energy can't be created yeah. or destroyed or who knows what. Before the discussion could be continued, Vladimir and Olga felt the mothership coming to a halt. They drifted past Earth's lonely pox-smothered satellite and looked down through the transparent floor of the craft to see the distinct bluish-green marble they called home. Oh, we're almost there. Earth. All right, we're almost there. The caterpillar critters then ushered Olga and Vladimir back into the cylindrical spaceboat. 
This craft rapidly descended over oceans and continents until it punched through the cloud cover, piercing Ukrainian airspace before it finally slowed to a stop above the couple's Dubno home. Oh, we're home. getting off the ride. It's, it's, it All has right. to end The eventually. ride's going to end. All it's, right. like, it's like, this is the third act of the movie. It's coming to a conclusion. All right, cool, cool. Before being encapsulated in a beam of light and being transported through the roof of their house back to their waiting and most likely terrified children. We forgot the kids were still there. They're there. The whole Shit. Well, Babies. Duh. The humanoids aboard the shuttlecraft promised the Voroneshkis that they would return in two years' time in order to continue their training. Don't come back. Stay it is away. unclear whether or not they made good on their pledge. No. For their part, Olga and Vladimir, understandably exhausted by their ordeal, passed out immediately. At approximately 11 a.m. the subsequent morning, Vladimir and his wife Olga awoke but did not speak about their wild intergalactic adventure. Unbeknownst to each other, the two were both convinced that they had suffered some sort of bizarre nightmare, if not outright hallucination, that had been triggered by their sighting of the strange lights the night before. So they're both thinking they're just tripping balls at this point. All right. Sure. Well, they, they, could, they, they could have been. They could have been. They could have been. As the day wore on, their memories of this harrowing event did not burn away like a morning mist in the harsh glare of the hot sun, as most bad dreams are wont to do, but lingered and grew more intense until both Olga and Vladimir in began to instinctively fear for their sanity. So they're just thinking they're losing their shit at this point. Finally, one of them broke their infernal silence, and as they gushed forth their mutual memories of the UFOs, the Professor, the Caterpillar Ninjas, and the Faceless Surgeons, <laughs> the couple realized that what had transpired was not a dream, but an actual event. Vladimir and Olga were relieved to be sane, but also terrified by the ramifications of their abduction. Not knowing what else to do, they contacted one of Vladimir's friends from Kiev, a man who had studied and was fascinated by UFOs by the name of Yuri Stepanov. Yuri had Vladimir draw pictures of the luminous craft which had abducted them. He complied, detailing it with an array of multicolored lights around its perimeter, a dome top, and a large column of violet-white light which projected from its center. He also drew sketches of the various creatures that he and his wife had encountered. Concerned that they may have been exposed to something dangerous, Olga requested that she and her family undergo extensive medical tests to see if they had suffered any contamination, either from radiation or unknown bacteria. She was also concerned that the faceless doctors might have implanted tracking mechanisms during her disturbing medical procedure. The doctors could find no trace of implants or of surgery. Is insurance going to cover that, you think? Probably not. I, I don't no. know. I don't know how it works in the Ukraine. Yeah. They, yeah. Eastern block insurance. Eastern block yeah, insurance. Post Eastern yeah. block yeah. insurance. Welcome to Eastern block insurance. Oh, God. Perfect yeah, commercial. Not going to do it. Despite the Voroneshki's fears about the long-term health consequences of interplanetary travel and what it might have and what effects it might have on the human body, it turned out that the trip had actually improved their well-being. Oh. Is, is this like essential oils and crystals and shit? Uh, perhaps. Magnets. Yeah. I'm going to fucking Magnets. straighten your chakra with some crystals and oils. Yeah. Wow, that's kind of alluring. Thank you. you. That? Vladimir lost all of his gray hairs and noted a marked increase in stamina after the abduction. Olga was not only cured of her chronic colitis, thank God, that's yeah, some that horrible sucks. shit that's after terrible. Her, but she allegedly gained the uncanny ability to purposefully make a drunken individual sober simply by resting the palm of her hand on the person's forehead for a period of two to three minutes. We could use us an Olga. Dude, I honestly I thought you were really fucking really around. Yeah. Like, come <laughs> No, it seemed like it. Occasionally, you like you fuck around. No, I was like, oh wait, I'm I'm gonna wait for him to be like, yeah, no, I'm no, fucking Olga around. Yeah, no, Olga shows up when you're drunk and she's like, 
sober and she just gives you the fuck dude imagine that you're at a party with olga and you're like i'm fucking hammered but gotta go home olga touch me and it's boom you're sober and you're like fucking drink again i lied it's perfect a perfect end to a perfect what, yeah. what's your ex my name sober so <laughs> <laughs> sober grateful as they were for their health and to be reunited with their children there was a decided dark side to their experience which came in the form of the incessant scorn they received from strangers, neighbors, and even those they had once considered friends. They stood accused of being nothing more than publicity-hungry drunks. That's a real quote. Why didn't she fucking help them out? Yeah, no doubt. <laughs> yeah, really. By people who didn't even know that. And not for nothing, let's not forget that uh, Vladimir here was banging an alien in front of his wife. Uh, yeah, so, you I know mean, those scars don't heal no, quick. No, 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 because no. Because when, when she gets back on Earth, she's going to find herself a man. And then... There you go. She's at least going to make his life a living hell. Yeah, she's going to start. Oh, he's fucked. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Well, no, let's, that's, let's get that's to the end the of this. That's the underpinning of this whole yeah, story. He's, he's fucked. Okay. We can wrap this up. In an effort to silence their tormentors, on January 27th, 2012, Vladimir made the long journey to Moscow in order to undergo a televised polygraph test, which was to be aired on the Russian talk show Pro-Life. No comment. Okay, weird. On February 10th of that same year, the test was administered by polygraph specialist Volodin Igor Konstantinovich, the most Russian name that has I ever don't fucking even, happened. Yeah, yeah. That's, that's just... He uh, basically is a walking hammer and signal. Like he was is in the gulag with fucking <laughs> yeah. Solzhenitsyn. I, I, it's just nuts. Who had this to say about Vladimir's experience? And I quote, I can say that he believes in all of the things that happened to him. Talking with extraterrestrial beings, alien experiments, visiting other galaxies. Maybe it was really a dream. Maybe he was really flying somewhere. Either way, he believes it strongly. Oh, there we Televised are. Televised polygraph facts. All right, so I don't, let's I get don't even started know. Have with so much. Have some of There's that, a lot. and then I'm oh, going to pee. There's a fucking ton. All right, so this is literally fucking out there it is so let's start with um you know again we gotta take every angle here every possibility so let's start with the most terrestrial of that maybe they were just partying a little bit too much got a little bit way super fucked up he may have banged someone in front of his wife and this was the end of <laughs> whoa just All right, so first off, are wow, we going back wow. to the traveling rave yeah yeah we where they be. were fucking yeah. like there's nothing wrong with the traveling rave off, and, yeah. and 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 in the you know the act of just doing whatever they were doing in normal terrestrial environments. Yeah. Yeah. He just ends up porking somebody and, and weird shit happens. Listen. She ends up in someone's recliner and thinks there's a her guts are splayed out. We have to look at all yeah. angles. Randy's there, but he doesn't have a face all of a sudden. Yeah. Yeah. Face, Randy. Yeah. Faceless Randy. <laughs> yeah. Ukrainian it's a, it's a faceless thing. Randy. <laughs> yeah. But it's absolutely true. Yeah. yeah. So, so maybe, you know, they could have had, um, you know, a, a, a crazy night. Things got out of control. But to have a mutually shared hallucination. That's... Well, that's, I, that's, that's well, I know that's yeah, the no, thing that, that is. Unless maybe he was kind of like pressuring her, like, hey, do you remember this? Do you remember... You know, like, trying to like... That's true. Push it out on her. All right, so her. maybe she was a little bit dosed up or roofied, as you mentioned earlier, and just not out of it. And he got busted cheating, and he's trying to mold this entire he's like, tale no, you around. You remember it. the fucking the caterpillar scorpion smoking Sub Zero and fucking whatever? He else was on acid. She was roofied. Yeah, they were both fucked. There you go. Should happen. That's, but, a possibility. that's certainly a possibility. It's a possibility. I will say this for the skeptical side: there is nothing that makes my hackles go up and my radar fucking ding more than uh, 
And your home planet is the center of a celestial war. No. Yeah, and your importance is so epic that if everything gets wiped out, the grand deity of your world will not only, you know, rebuild it, but, you know, will do so with every living thing intact because you're special and perfect and I'll, Earth. I have a hard time with yeah. that. No, me too. Although well, that, it, that, it that goes, is not uncommon. No, it's very common. It's very common. Which lends to me to think it's more of a narcissistic uh, fantasy rather than... Yeah. Okay. But then again, if Earth happens to be the hard drive of the the Lord... If we're the iCloud, there's, yeah. There's no reason to think that. But there's no reason to I mean, say not, it's... No, not no really, listen. There, Chris is right. I just said why I don't like it, and so I agree with you. <clears throat> On the other hand, just to play devil's advocate, there is a slim possibility it's true. But I agree. There's no reason to right. assume. There's a slim possibility almost anything is true. Yes. So <laughs> all right, but, I grant you, and now I'll let you continue I, because your I your skepticism is well founded here. Yeah. Yeah. No, it just it goes from like an encounter, and and then it goes into cinematic wonderland, which is kind of like when I mean, look at what happened to. Uh, um, Dude with also a lot of, one. A lot of it does, yeah. Uh, you know, he goes oh, to yeah. this like super future world with a space needle and a magic <laughs> shield comes out. And if he tried to twist and turn this in some manipulative way where he's just kind of, you know, pushing this bullshit narrative of fucking seeing the Grim Reaper and random fucking scorpion creatures and slug like <coughs> huts and shit like that. If they're just, you know, fucking super, you know, it is a batshit crazy story or whatever, then I, you know, I could see that, but. I think obviously what I like to do is look at the fun aspect and be like, well, what if they actually really did go to the stars and see this? You have to at least entertain it. All right. So let's take the skeptical view off the table because that's what we do. And we go right for the, right for the fun. We go right for the ball pit. You go for the fun. I go for. I love the ball pit. I'm always. You in the love ball pit. the fucking Chuck E. Cheese you, ball. If you pit. give me a fucking bounce house, I'm fucking there. That's true. Listen, I'm. Chris there. is outside with disinfectant. You're fucking <laughs> yeah. just. You're I'm, jumping around. I'm yeah. living in sanitizer. I love a ball pit. I love a good ball pit. Um. So all right. Um. You know. I guess for whatever reason, um, other humans that they may have contacted have no recollection and aren't talking about this, and they're just the chosen few, or the other people they've talked. Ooh. I mean, it's a dead up fact that most people that have weird experiences do not report them. Right. I've I've speculatively said, uh, you know, maybe one out of every ten reports. But Stanton Friedman, you know, the nuclear physicist, yeah, rest totally. in peace. You know, who did great UFO research. He would talk about going into a room and saying, raise your hand if you've seen something anomalous. Now put your hands up if you've reported it. And he would report up to 90% of hands going down. Right, because nobody wants to talk about it. Nobody so, wants to be know, that person. I mean, yeah. yeah, so... Because um, there's a stigma involved, you know, obviously. And, and even with these people here, you know, the, the Voroneskis, they came out and were like, yeah, this is what happened. And everyone was like, they're fucking drunks. Who cares? You can't trust them. <laughs> So, which yeah. is interesting that people claim that because it makes you kind of think like, well, what are they getting into, or what are they? What kind of neighbors yeah, are they? Drink, are they a good neighbor? And we're not getting abducted. All right, they might be are shitty they, neighbors. Are they good neighbors? They might be loud, obnoxious, oh, douchey exactly. neighbors. But that doesn't mean bad, they're wrong. I'm not, bad I'm, not, I'm not judging him by his tracksuit that he's wearing in the picture. I'm just saying. Just you, saying. You're judging him a little you might by be, the tracksuit. Yeah. No, because I be. have tracksuits as well. I've never seen you wear a tracksuit. Because I can wear them at home. Yeah, because you, you got don't go out in public <laughs> with a tracksuit. <laughs> it's yeah. a thing. It's a thing. So let's just say that Ari, all this crazy shit did happen to them. They're like, we're going to be back in two years. Either they came back and didn't say anything, or they fucking never came back. True. And but aliens lie. It's, yeah, aliens do lie. And apparently, humans bang aliens in front of their wives. Uh, evidently, in this case. Evidently, or possibly their neighbors. 
in front of their wives. So, actually speaking, are you, what are you dipping into like weird like neighborhood swingers parties now? That saying, might not have extraterrestrial. Could have, something uh, could have gone south. Implications. Something could have gone south. Things may have happened. People may have forgotten. Oh, no. People may have manipulated situations into something that they weren't. And the next thing you know, there is no fucking block party. I thought party. you were leaving the skeptic on the table. There's no block party. You barely no, put it on lying. the edge of the table, there then you no, shoved it right back in the middle. There is no block party. So Here's the thing. It's always a little on the table. It's hard, it's hard to know. It's hard to know. <laughs> little, 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 it, yes, it always has to be on the table. But it's hard It's hard to know. And, and like I say, I'm always really skeptical of Earth-centric stories. Whether, and maybe no, it's just here. because Galileo couldn't fucking leave his house genius that he was because he you know deigned to suggest that earth wasn't the center of the universe so anytime i i i I bristle against that yeah but doesn't mean it doesn't mean that that earth could not have some significant part to play i mean what if we are the fucking center of the universe because we are the most emotionally feeling beings in the galaxy what if our emotions, what we conceive as being our mental crutches, are actually what we fucking strive for, like Rocky, Dennis, and Mask? All right, no, you you know your analogy completely. I don't even melted yeah, no, you, should, yeah. you were going somewhere, <laughs> and I was even willing to fucking follow you. I know, and no. then you had a complete meltdown. You because Chernobyl did Rocky the end. Dennis, R.I.P. Was a proud patriot. Wow! <laughs> With Just chair and keep Sam going. No, let yeah. me stand here quietly while maybe, you talk. But, you know, maybe that's an interesting theory, though. Maybe because we do have emotions and we can feel, and we are empathetic, and we are also our fucking. It, it's almost like a weird skill. Like we're empathetic and we're emotional, but we're also fucking terrible fucking monsters. Maybe, so, but, but basically, maybe, like you're saying, like a, a uh, lot of Abrahamic origin stories that say uh, God made human beings in His image. Um, it's basically because He's an emotionally turmoiled, mayhem-ridden, loving and adoring, yet sometimes monstrous being. Yeah, and if you look at the fucking, Old Testament, that's 100% what happens He nonstop. or she is a 12-year-old fucking emo kid. So yeah. if that's the case, <laughs> and we're special because we're just as fucked up as our creator yeah. and everything else are these like sort of semi-automatons are like, hey, man. We're just getting through life. What's your yeah, deal? Yeah, we're just trying to fucking make that it. Would be you guys the, are here with anxiety. That like, would be the doing? weirdest, worst reason to be important in the universe, I think. If we were just... Like, the super being made us like them. No, and it would so be. other things are fascinated with us because we're like the super being. But really, being like the super being is a shit show of raw emotions. Yeah, totally. Yeah. That's Welcome the, to the human no, race. That could, that, that, that could literally be the human condition if right Old there. Old Testament God is real. Right. It's that's terrifying. Oh, it's it's mean. Okay, it's well, scary. That, like mean. that's horrible. He's, he's drowning everyone but seven people yeah. and and all the animals yeah. that didn't even do anything. That's a terrifying thought. Yeah. yeah. Okay. It's a horror show. So maybe our emotions uh, and our capacity to love and also our capacity to hate and kill. Maybe that's what makes us special. I think we're getting a little deeper. What we're getting as deep as as Vladimir would approve. I Exa- think Vladimir would enjoy this. But I'm more interested, Vlad. I guess, in the idea of. Um, that they, they might have had a real experience and just been lied to. Like like I say, aliens are oh, notorious, really? filthy fucking liars. Now, that's interesting. They're always like, well, come back next Tuesday. We're going to take you on another ride. This is all fucking great. But they never show back up or they never give them the evidence they're supposed to have to present to the world, to fucking do whatever. Like, time and time again, which, again, and I'm not even going to go into ultra-terrestrial land with this. It's just a hallmark of alien-human interaction. If you're going to assume that a lot of it is as it is illustrated, and I understand why you wouldn't. No, no there's, I get it. there's only one variable that makes it the fact that there's two of them. 
if this was just dude and he had this right. experience, I'd be like, you are on the dopest dope. Yeah. Give me some is, of that dope. Tell me about that dope. It is the but there's dope two. Beyond, yeah. So now I'm like, fuck. But that's what I'm saying. What do I do they with this? They might have had a legitimate uh, that's, well, interstellar that's experience with non-human entities. But it doesn't mean the shit they were saying to them was the truth. Right. They could have very they could no, have no, I mean right. they could have been fucking with them. If 100%. you want to go on the other side, there's a lot of people that say the one way to um I don't know a lot of people, but a certain amount of people, to negate a gray abduction is to invoke the name of God. These people would say that these are demonic entities. Again, not something I necessarily subscribe to. Right. I'm more of the a same, alternate put, species. Put the so same if the you table. think that if you think these are diabolical agents, not aliens, but demons with tech straight from hell looking all sorts of weird hell and trying tech. to engage these people. And then what better way to confuse the human race than to spin this yarn of this great war and you guys are in the middle of it and we're going to teach you things, but we're not. And what, what did their lives get after this happened? Just shitty, shitty, yeah. super shitty. Totally. And even after he passed a polygraph test on Moscow TV. Right. And I think he might well. have failed one before, but he passed. He went on no. TV. And the pro life yeah. channel failed him. But no, no, no. He he passed on the pro life. But my point is this: <laughs> no, no, really. You pass or fail. It's regardless. Their lives yeah. became a shit show. Well, yeah, now, they're going maybe to. Maybe Olga yeah. could sober people up, but think of the grief their kids got. Like hard enough yeah. that they're just being like ostracized by their peers and neighbors for coming forward. If if there is a demonic agent and they want to just. F people up that might oh, be you're on taking the, the You're taking the fucking... I'm oh, just saying I a what like if. It. It's no, hypothetical. This is good. This is good. Then why, what better way than to show people like a good time and, and make the guy... Not even make. Tempt the guy to cheat on his wife and do all sorts of shit and yeah. expose them to their own nudity and probe them and, and do weird things. Like, we can cut you open and sew you back up and you'll never know the difference, but you'll be terrified by the memory of your own shit and blood smell. And you are left scarred. They spent the whole day thinking they were going insane the rest of their life maybe even forever uh being pariahs in the eyes of their peers that's something something evil would do to you this is some crazy right but like but like if you were really that evil why wouldn't you do it to somebody in some kind of power and really try to break the prime minister of japan either the most recent one or the second most recent one wife claimed to be an alien abductee but I agree with Chris. I'm not saying I believe in the no, diabolical just, agent theory. No, right? I'm saying I'm if, putting it out. There. I'm just saying All if right. that is a thing, you you think you would you go, go for, for some top brass, right? And try to break it down from the, the highest. All right, let, let, let's let's just if there was an agenda let's there, say, yeah. Well, if it, it is if it is diabolical, then it has an agenda. If it really is about a war between good and evil, let's just put it on the table like. Let's just no. Listen, I know we're all skeptical of it. Just you know, hypothetically, it's on the table. Um, maybe God won't let you start a nuclear war, so you can't like torment the first family or the premier of Russia or whatever <laughs> else, or president now, whatever it is. You can't do the things like Chris is saying of the the high echelon because it'll cause too much damage and it'll put you on the radar. So you do this insidious little shit to average folks that just takes a life that could be a normal like family life that would have gone on and their kids might have grown up to do whatever but hopefully been happy and then they just spiral out of control and your dad stigmatized as a drunk and your mom is a sober making mutant fucking whatever else is going on <laughs> sober. And, and, and just making life shitty one by one seems like a hell of a demonic fucking trait yeah, it, it, it again hypothetically I mean, saying it, with, with that definition of demonic yeah totally 100% because if you do the big picture shit then God just steps in. 
Fuck I, you. Maybe he doesn't, though. Well, yeah. maybe he doesn't. God has, New Testament God has a real, he got, he's got a good level of not interfering. That's true. Yeah, it's true. Like, true. he literally, since a long time ago. Yeah, but listen, that's not what, I'm, that's not what I'm debating. Right. What I'm, de- what I'm saying is if it's hypothetically true that this is really demons v. humans v. angels or whatever, then that could explain that. But I'm not saying I buy that. And no, we could go I'm not on saying I, and on I do. I'm totally. not saying I do sense. either. Totally. But that's just one more theory. So you got the, you know, trying to fucking confuse your wife about the horrible affair the, you had. The weird uh, with fucking, drugs. The weird EDM fucking uh, Ukrainian rave that happened, and you fucked a girl in front of your wife, and she's pissed. But you're like, no, baby, remember the aliens and this and that. I love you and all the kids. Look, oh god. Uh, you've got the possibility that we are super fucking emotional beings in the middle of the fucking planet that everything revolves around because we're so fucking amazing and or you're being Uh. attacked by fucking diabolical beings because they just like to fuck with us or let's just let's just take Uh. this at face value earth really is a hard drive and and so these different factions and it didn't say God like in a deified form but like the thing you call God right. anything that could create us like like Arthur C. Clarke said and I know we say it all the time anything significantly enough advanced would appear to be magic to people that don't understand it totally so they're just using hyper tech um, and, and there is a war and Earth has information and maybe it's like spray, like not non-stop like, like say Europe and World War II but like because right. space is so vast the war is happening in little parts if it all is legit, it's kind of fucking crazy, but maybe it would make sense. Like, you just do random abductions, yeah. and it's not even because these people are important. They're just these people living their lives in Dubno. It's because a grandchild or great-grandchild is going to be pivotal, and maybe they can see Slowly, that forehead. Maybe they're not temporally right. enslaved like we are, right. and they can see what's going on. Okay. And maybe, like, when they always say, well, why are they coming to, like, a farmer somewhere instead of, like, going to the president? Well... Who the fuck knows? But it doesn't mean that every time a farmer sees a UFO, they're wrong. For right, 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 right. Totally. And it might have an agenda that runs much deeper than what seems obvious. Because it's so easy to poo-poo all of this. Well, and, and with good reason. I get it. And a lot of times I do, too. But every now and again, you think maybe they are privy if they have the kind of technology they have and they have the kind of uh, expansive knowledge that they seem to have. Maybe they're playing fucking chess and not just like three dimensional, but like 11 dimensional fucking string theory chess that we just don't fucking get. So it just seems like they just fucked up this family's lives. But maybe it's an essential part of the fabric of the cosmos. All right. Well, I'm going to go out on a limb here and say that we are just monkeys with anxiety, love, hate, fear, and killing. And we are the center of the universe. And that's why people are interested in us. Christopher? Those are two very different theories, exactly. by the way. Christopher, what do yeah. you think? No, it could be drugs. Drugs? All could, right. be, could be not drugs. Cool. Celestial fucking chess. Celestial chess. It's I tough like, when I it's like, two people. I like celestial it's chess. It's tough when I like it's that. two people. Yeah. I, you don't. I, yeah. It's hard to really argue. When there's two argue. people that are going there, I mean, obviously, if it is something where he's fucking, you know, pushing her or whatever, all right, I get it. But let's just take it at face value, like Rob said, and say, all right, yeah, there are two people that, that experienced this. So what possibly fucking could this yeah, be? And I'm just saying, saying that because we're an emotional monkey. We are. People fucking love I us. I wouldn't argue that. The whole fucking galaxy We loves are us. animals. We are emotional. And that's Our why. Our intelligence has allowed us to fucking succeed in a lot of ways. But boy, sometimes it makes day-to-day life a business. That is why the Grim Reaper type professor came to us and was like, 
bang the alien. What if that I will species give you the fucking information shows up to like transition you gently to the other side, but yeah. now because a few people have seen it, he gets represented as this evil scythe wielding. Exactly. exactly. So oh, I'm actually be. going. I'm at, surprisingly I'm going with their story. All right. I'm on team uh, Verneshki. 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 All right, Robert. Closing thoughts. Uh, the world in, is amazing. The universe is a expansive and unfathomable place. And even though on the surface things may seem absurd and may often be, and Occam's razor dictates you don't just buy everything that fucking flies down the pike. Perhaps every now and again something really is epic and substantial and even though you can't see all of its moving parts you just have to accept it for what it is all right there you go thank you all so very much for joining us for the dub no abductors part two yes was, it's fun that was a lot it's not think if nothing else totally i'll, I'll give this yeah. case this it is batshit crazy that's part of its joy but it definitely makes you think and fucking let's just cut to the real chase where did we come from and why cows and go. humans? Yeah, why cows and humans? Is it just what we eat? Maybe is it we'll what, find what more we stories. Drink, the milk? I it's, never know. Oh, I forgot oh, about the cows. Maybe the milk. God damn it. Got on the cows, oh. the milk. I love cereal. Milk. I love Captain Crunch, and I can't eat that shit without yeah, milk. Yeah, I don't like milk, though. Really? Yeah, not at all. Do you like whole, cereal? Whole milk. No. Whole milk. I'll only drink whole milk. Yeah, I'll drink whole yeah, milk. Like, That's it. Seriously, what do you eat any, with your cereal? I don't eat cereal. Oh! I just don't. Oh. You, this, this is why you're an unhappy man. Because yeah. <laughs> you didn't grow up with cereal. I'm a very You're denying bullshit. your celestial heritage. You're trying to be Superman, you're not happy. I stopped eating <laughs> cereal in like my 20s. I can't eat it. Bullshit. I, it. So I just can't <sighs> eat it. All right. Um, so thank you all so very much for joining us. Uh, you know what? Send us some uh, messages. Let us know what your take on the Dub Noah Doctor's uh and social medias the instas the twitters mm -hmm. and the facebooks hit us up there um patreon patreon.com slash kryptonaut podcast thank you all so very much for those that contribute to that it Love is it. it's thank pretty you. awesome this week we actually had a lot of people join really like the emails kept popping and oh, i'm like no oh, good. that many people aren't joining bless like, your no. ever-loving hearts thank you all so very all right. much uh, T Public, we're gonna have some T-shirts coming up there soon. Stick around for that. And October is gonna be Paranormal Month, so be sure to shoot us the audio oh, the stories. Yeah. All if the you time. got any stories, more me you being to, mad. Yeah, Chris, Chris is just gonna get angry. The more, the, the more fucking paranormal it gets, the more enraged Chris will be. That's yeah. going to be part there's, of the there's joy. a graph. We'll post a graph. You know, I'll, I'll, Chris's <laughs> anger and his his drunkenness and, 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 yeah. where, and where they meet. Ghosts versus wrath. Go <laughs> <laughs> but we are planning on doing, on doing a lot of paranormal stuff in October. So uh, I'm looking forward to it. It's going to be fun. Yeah, be sure to shoot us any uh, stories or information. You know, I think you know any kind of creepy stuff you got that we might be able to talk about. So it's not to say we're not going to do paranormal shit beyond October. No, but too, I mean so. it's October. Yeah, I want no, no, we're, gonna, we're definitely going to do it in October. Totally, totally. <laughs> there you are. There it is. Thank y'all so very much, and we're talking to you soon. Yeah.